Speaking of the Dolphins, time now for our Dolphins deep dive with our friend Marcel-Louis Jacques. He's the NFL Nation reporter, ESPN, covers the Dolphins, and he's back with us here on Ken LeVick Alive. Marcel, thank you for hanging out with us on this Monday, and I, I do want to put you on the spot because Theo and I have been talking about uh, the biggest surprises in the NFL this season. I say the Dolphins being the worst team in the NFL is the biggest surprise. Theo says the Chiefs being a bad team are the biggest surprise. What would you say for you is the biggest surprise so far? Oh, I would say the Chiefs, the Chiefs being a bad team. Uh, you know, we, I think we all gave them a bit of the doubt through a few weeks. And so, you know, they're, they're just slow. Uh, they're, they've been through it. They'll, they'll snap back. Uh, getting pummeled like that by, by the Titans and getting spanked by the Bills, dominated by the Bills on, on Mass TV, I think it's pretty safe to say. Like, they're... Yeah, yeah, they were they were infallible. Oh, sorry about that. I think we're having uh, you're a little choppy, Marcel. Hold on one second, Tina. Let's put him on hold and just uh, make sure we can get uh, Marcel in a a better uh, location here. I think his cell phone is chopping up a little bit. Marcel agrees with you that yeah. the Chiefs. It, it's not even it, it, yeah, they're bad. It's the shocking descent into what they are right now. And there's time to pull through it, but we've seen them in some pretty big moments just completely face plant now. Yeah, and it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, especially because we were so wrong. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Yeah, there's not one person who's going to say, oh, I, I pegged the Chiefs for being a bad team. Yeah, no way. Uh, Marcel, uh, now that we've uh, we've got Marcel back again, Marcel-Louis Jacques, NFL Nation, Dolphins reporter, ESPN. Read all of his work, ESPN.com. And he did break the news today that former Miami product Sheldrick Redwine is headed to the Dolphins practice squad. So good work, for, uh, as always, from Marcel. But, Marcel, I want you to listen to something I know you heard already yesterday, but this is to a tongue of Iowa after the game yesterday, and then I have a couple of questions for you off of this. This is to a tongue of Iowa post game after yesterday's loss. I respect, you know, what Flo does, and you know, he's he's transparent. You know, he he sits me down, he tells me what's going on. Um, he has you know, conversations with Greer, and he kind of keeps me in the loop with all of those things. Um, but yeah, that's you know, I hear it, but. So, Tua discussing whether or not the constant Deshaun Watson rumors are a distraction and saying that, hey, uh, Brian Flores keeps me updated on everything that Greer is doing. That's seemingly the first true confirmation we're getting from someone in the organization that there is a pursuit for Deshaun Watson, right? Um, Sort of. You know, it's kind of an admission that they talk about it. Um, we don't actually know the contents of that conversation. We have it confirmed, you know, several of my colleagues, you know, Jeff Darlington, Chris Mortensen, Adam Schefter, Jeremy Fowler, have all confirmed the Dolphins' consistent pursuit of Deshaun Watson. And and that's why that report last week that a trade could be done by the end of the week, uh, you know, I had a source tell me that, you know, the rumors are false. And what it meant was, there's no development mm-hmm. in that conversation. It is exactly it's as true to today as it was last Wednesday as it was in August. You know, it, it, it just it hasn't moved. I think the ball right now is kind of in Houston's court. But, yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's kind of interesting because, I mean, you see both sides of it, right? Like, one, you, you don't, as a coach, you, you might not want to burden your second-year first-round quarterback with, trade rumors, you know, as you are preparing to stop a five-game losing streak. But at the same time, like, I, I think as an adult, 
Tua probably appreciates the honesty mm. and, and, like you said, the transparency. But uh, either way, you know, I, I said after last week or last night's game that uh, yeah, we're going to have to prep for a hell of a week here Yeah, because uh, the conversations are going to continue. Marcel, you, you said to me earlier today when I talked to you about coming on the show again today, you had some bars to unleash on these Miami Dolphins. Let's go. And I just want to set you up here. It's not even in the form of a question, but drop some bars because I know there's been a lot of tweeting, a lot of memes dropping. I saw that Dolphins uh, Jordan crying face <laughs> meme. What do you have right now on the state of these Miami Dolphins? Yeah, you know, I think uh, both sides need to realize something here. It's a thought that popped in my head last night. Two is not the problem. All right, like quarterback play is not the problem. Oh, There's some bad interceptions. You can kind of explain away some of them, but he's not the problem, yep. right? These past two games, he's completed 75% of his passes, mm. 620 yards, six touchdowns. He just threw four yesterday. First time ever throwing more than three. These are two, it's the best two-game stretch of his career. Mm-hmm. And the Dolphins still lost to the Jaguars and the Falcons. It's enough of a disappointment if you're a front office to legitimately question the ceiling of this team as currently built. And that applies to Tua Tungo Bailoa. That applies to Brian Flores. That applies to Chris Greer. If you're Steven Ross, I, I think you're watching your team slowly become one of the worst in the NFL. Yeah. Despite this quarterback playing out of his, you know, by his standards, he's playing out of his mind. These right are now. winning numbers. Like these are winning performances despite the interceptions. But you're not winning games. Right. And ultimately, mm-hmm. right. stats don't matter. All that really matters is winning games. Mm-hmm. Is that realization enough for them to do something drastic? Is my question here. Because I think it's absolute, I think it is reasonable to say the current construct of this team, the current direction that this team has been built toward, is not working. Yep. It's so This flawed. is year three of Brian Flores. This is year five. Of, of, of Chris Greer, and they're losing to the 0-6, 0-5 Jaguars in London. Yep, yep. They're losing to a below-average Falcons team. So I, I, I think that you know there there seems to be a divide among the fan base, uh, people who want Watson and people who don't think Tua is the problem. I, I also I agree that Tua is not the problem. Yeah, but I think that. This the nucleus of this team needs to be reworked. I'm not advocating for a trade for Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, I'll stay out of the legality of it, but I'm not advocating for that trade to happen. But I think something drastic needs to happen well, because it, I, I don't think you can stay the course. Yeah, anymore. it's clear there's a deep-seated issue. There are problems here. This this roster has been completely overvalued going into this season, and now you're seeing what happens when that takes place. Marcel Louis Jacques, a couple more here with us. The uh, fine ESPN NFL Nation Dolphins reporter. Read all of his work, ESPN.com. And everything you said, we are 100% on the same page. So I do ask you this because I – uh, read uh, Albert Breer earlier today. I've seen plenty on the Houston side of this. And there's not a ton of incentive right now for the Texans to really rush into anything. In fact, there might be more sense if they waited till after the season. There are some desperate teams right now. It seems like the Dolphins want to get in on this. The Panthers now appear to be a player in this after Sam Darnold's face plant uh, fest continued yesterday. So 
do, do the Dolphins have right now a need to urgently pursue and get this wrapped up with Deshaun Watson if they're going to do it? No, I don't think so. Um, and for, again, staying away from the morality of it, mm-hmm. uh, the uncertainty of it. The reason why Houston wants to get rid of him asexually is because there's a risk of an indictment. And if he is indicted, he is not playing for a very long time. No. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, this sure. isn't, we're not just talking about a couple games suspension. We're talking about possible jail time. Mm. You're going to jail, and then you're going to come back and play in the NFL. I mean, Mike Vick did it, but I, you know, that's, uh, we live in a different world now. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, not sure, I'm, not, I'm not sure what that does to his NFL career, but it's not going to be good. Yeah. And if he's indicted, his trade value is zero. Matter of fact, I think he goes to jail, you might be able to avoid that contract. So uh, it, I, there's a reason why these rumors are starting to come out. There's a reason why they generally, from Houston's perspective, uh, matter of fact, when, you know, the first thing I think when I hear teams A and teams and team B are close to finalizing a trade, my first thought is, okay, team A is trying to get team C, B, and E to sweeten <laughs> that Sure, Absolutely. Absolutely. If I, so, I, that's what it feels like, and that's what it has felt like. And by the way, just sort of uh, backing up what you were saying uh, about Tua, Marcel, uh, Pro Football Focus has Tua at an 89 overall grade the last two weeks. That's the fourth best in the NFL mm. in that span. I mean, it, that just further drives home the point that Tua is, is not the, the biggest glaring problem. It may not even be a problem at all. Exactly. And what I, I found kind of interesting, too, is uh, my colleague Jeff Garlington said on Ryan Rosello's podcast uh, that Stephen Ross is not the driving factor of any interest here. That it, he said it's coming from the football stand, like the football side. Okay. So that's Greer, that's Flores. Wow. And if you think about it, man, what do either of these men care about those draft picks in a trade? If they trade for Deshaun, he plays, he's a star, they win games, those picks don't matter and you just got a superstar at a bargain. If he never plays, or if this whole thing blows up, both men are, are fired before those picks even come into play. Yeah, mm. yeah, you're right. So I think it's it, it is a it is an extremely believable. It, it, it's a very believable that any interest in pursuing Deshaun Watson is coming from the football side of things, which would be disappointing because how many times has Brian Flores come in front of the media and said Tua is our guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. uh... The whole thing seems messy, and it seems like however this ends is going to be really, really dramatic and make a lot of people feel really bad. Like I don't see anything positive because there's so much divisiveness now around to him, and then if you go get Deshaun Watson, obviously there's going to be a lot of bad surrounding that, and I'm just bracing myself because the next week, you said this next week could be really ramped up conversation. I agree, Mm. and none of it's going to be positive. Marcel, awesome work as always. Marcel Louis-Jacques again. NFL Nation Dolphins reporter, ESPN. Really, really, really strong. Really appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Absolutely, man. That's, uh, we'll see where we're at next week. Yeah, yeah. It's be in a completely different world. Absolutely. It absolutely could be. Thank you so much. Marcel Louis-Jacques, again, NFL Nation, ESPN <laughs> Dolphins reporter. He's right. I, this could be a completely different football landscape, by the way, uh, by the time we get to uh, next Monday when right. uh, Theo and I are uh, are talking to you. But, do you agree? Any way that this this goes down, it feels like it's just going to be ugly and make everybody feel gross. Yeah, this has been. And you think that 
when you think the Dolphins have gotten to a low point week to week, back to back, game losing field goal, you know, losing on a game winning field goal at the final second. It can only get worse from yeah. there. It doesn't yeah. feel like there's any positive at the no. end of this road. At least you go to Buffalo next week. At Marcel <laughs> underscore LJ. Again, Marcel Louis Jacques. We appreciate him for the Dolphins deep dive. Dolphins reporter for ESPN NFL Nation. We'll